I made London 2012. We love Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park. Hooray! We're celebrating what happened 10 years ago in 2012 with the Olympics and the Paralympics. We're celebrating everything that's happened in between, all the amazing things that have happened in the park. Come along and have a look at everything that's changed. Why not come this year when we're doing all of these celebrations? I usually come with my family. Come here because the view is beautiful. Relive those amazing memories. Come and cry when Mo Farah wins, because I always do. And um, <laughs> yeah, enjoy yourselves. Come and party with us. And we're also looking ahead because, of course, East Bank is coming and there's plenty more to come in this great location. I think it's tremendous. It's really hard to believe it was that long ago. Ten years on from the London 2012 Olympics and Paralympics, and in episode three of My London Legacy, it's time to party again as we reveal Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park's Year of Celebrations. Coming up, we hear about the plans for a wonderful weekend in the summer the lighting of the new anniversary flame and the return of thousands of East Londoners invited to the great get-together. I feel like I'm playing a part in the London 2012 legacy when it comes to longevity and sustainability. We're not full of white elephants. There's a free The Story So Far exhibition at the Velodrome, which will also stage world-class cycling again with the Commonwealth Games. It's a great venue and... and I have to say, you know, hat off to how they've kept it looking so spick and span in 10 years. 2022 is a special year for Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park, marking 10 years since the world spotlight shone on London for the 2012 Olympic and Paralympic Games. In that time, the park has delivered on its legacy promises, creating world-class sports and entertainment venues, thousands of new homes, and a must-visit destination for East London, attracting 6 million visitors every year. A new survey also shows 8 in 10 people believe it was right to invest in the Games and are proud of the legacy of 2012. I'm Lynn Garner. I'm the Chief Executive of the London Legacy Development Corporation. Hi, I'm Peter Tudor. I'm Director of Park Operations and Venues at Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park. Ten years on, they said legacy wouldn't work. Yes, they did, didn't they? Look, legacy was at the heart of London's bid in 2005. And actually, let's look around us. It has worked so tremendously well. London can be proud that it probably has the best legacy of any Olympic Games in the world. And I feel very confident in saying that. Here we are, and the proof is in the pudding. Um, What Ken Livingston said way back at the time of the bid was he wasn't interested in the sport. He was interested in what bringing the Olympics to London could do for this part of East London. Go back to when the bid was won, uh, and this area, well, it wasn't a wasteland, people sometimes say that, but that's not true. There were factories here, there were some homes here, there were allotments, but there were lots of places you really didn't want to go. There were piles of fridges, there were piles of tyres spilling into the canals, the waterways were filthy, and the ground was all contaminated because of the diesel and the acid that had been processed here over the years. Fast forward to the Games, all of that's been transformed. The buildings have gone. To, there's only one building, I think, that's left on the park that predates the Games, and there's a couple of bridges as well. But the rest of it, the earth was cleaned and new buildings created. The waterways were cleansed. The railheads and the pylons had disappeared. And we have these spectacular, sparkling buildings, still sparkling, 10 years after the Games and still very much in use and the beautiful parklands that everyone enjoys. And as we sit here on this bench looking around us, 
Yes, there are the venues from 2012, but there's plenty of new buildings that have gone up since then. New places for people to work, new schools, four new schools on the park. The universities are here in temporary buildings and they're soon going to be in their permanent facilities. And people are living here too. So this is a place not just to visit, although we do hope plenty of people come and visit us this year. This is also a place to study, to work and also to live. 2022 then, lots coming up. The park already seems to have changed. The, the pink's back, the magenta's back. Tell us about some of the stuff that's coming up. This is a wonderful year because in 2022 we're not only celebrating um, 10 years since that wonderful games, um, but we are celebrating 10 years of the work that we've been doing here and we're looking forward. The big celebrations are all about the summer, and particularly July the 23rd, when the great get-together returns. We've had a hiatus for two years because of the pandemic, but it's back. It's going to be bigger than, better than ever before. Uh, a big free community festival taking place across the day in the park with lots of input from the local community and also from our East Bank partners, the VNA, the BBC, UAL and Sadler's Wells. It's going to be an amazing day and it's part of a big celebration that we're marking throughout the year. So there will be a new exhibition opening up at the Lee Valley Vela Park about the games. You can go and see some of the medals and the torches and other memorabilia from 10 years ago. There's a new trail across the park with frames where you can have your picture taken with the building as it is now behind you, but a picture of how it was back in 2012 just in front of you. There's going to be the London Festival of Architecture coming to the park in June and their big, big model of London that the new London architecture folk have is going to be displayed in Westfield from the end of April through to the autumn. So there's all sorts of things going on. It's going to be very exciting. Now, in this autumn, we are opening the first of our East Bank buildings, which is fantastic. So University College London opens its doors to students. It's just around the corner from where we're sitting here, and it's the first building to open. And then the following year, London College of Fashion will be following another tremendous academic institution, and the second building of University College London will open too. We'll open Sadler's Wells Theatre to audiences for Christmas 2023 and then later we'll see the BBC Studios and the Victorian Albert Museum. And lots of those will be involved in some of the summer events that are taking place this year. To be honest with you, our East Bank partners have been working in the community for years and years. Every year they reach out to local schools, there are extracurricular activities on the, on the, on the schools. Um, schools agenda every year with primary school children in particular so Sadler's Wells for example run um, lovely dance classes for local kids and have been doing so for years in the local schools. These East Bank partners are really committed to reaching into the community and making a difference and they'll be doing the same this year. This year we'll be doing a very special great get-together weekend in July. Uh, we'll be welcoming thousands of local people to come. Um, in previous years it's attracted in excess of 20,000 people so it's a big big event. The East Bank partners will be involved and they'll be running projects and commissions with local schools and so on throughout that weekend. And there's also world-class sport because isn't the Commonwealth Games happening here as well bizarrely even though it's in Birmingham? <laughs> We've got all sorts of things going on. Yeah in the height of summer um, the Commonwealth Games comes to the park. We've got four days of track cycling inside the Lee Valley Vela Park uh, and that's just one of the many big sporting events coming this year. Obviously, West Ham are doing well in the stadium. Season ends quite soon. Uh, London Pulse, our resident netball team, are busy winning matches in the Copper Box Arena, as are London Lions, the resident basketball team. And at the end of the year, in November, we'll have the Rugby League Wheelchair World Cup 
coming to the park. The opening matches of England's campaign, three days in November, will be taking place inside the Copper Box Arena. ABBA is going to be here yes. as well. I mean, this it, it's not standing still, and that's the, no. that's the point, that yes, we're looking back, but we're moving forward. Yes. If we look ahead for the next 10 or 15 years, when this project is largely finished, we'll see 10,000 students in this area, 40,000 new jobs, and 17,000 residents all in the park. So it's a huge new chunk of London, actually. We're just starting to see it tip into a whole new uh, residential area at the moment. So we've finished the first 1,000 homes on the park, 5,000 yet to come. Those schools are filling up. The visitor numbers are going up with um, East Bank opening um, from this year. And the students will bring a whole new dimension, I think. And we're just seeing a school party we come are. in now to, <laughs> to go swimming. And, and this is the thing, that it's being used. The park is being used. Yes, isn't that lovely? So 60,000 school children learn to swim here every single year. It's quite fun. When we first did it, me and this girl over here, we, um, we, we thought we were going to drown and then we went into the pool and I realised it wasn't that deep. And then I decided to make a very stupid move, put my, water, put my whole face in the water without my goggles on. I mean, I love everything about this Olympic. I love the teachers there too. They help you whenever you're drowning. <laughs> and I do like it. Like here is fine, but like anywhere else, I don't really feel comfortable. And a million people come and use the aquatic centre facility. The price they pay is the same price they do pay in their local pool. And they can be here uh, when Tom Daly's here. Uh, training when Ellie Simmons is here so it's cheek by jowl with international athletes at the aquatic centre it's a wonderful facility and very similarly we have community sports at the copper box arena one can go and cycle at the velodrome and of course access a concert or football at the London Stadium. Lingana and Peter Tudor from the London Legacy Development Corporation which is responsible for managing Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park but the smooth running of the day-to-day -day activities also relies on the park champions. Volunteers who last year helped and supported visitors for more than 17,000 hours. I'm Kat, I'm a park champion volunteer at the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park. I'm Kareem, I'm a park champion here and I've been here since 2015. So first question, what is a park champion? A park champion is someone who volunteers at the Information and Mobility Centre in the Olympic Park. We help many different people with different needs, uh, whether it's uh, just wayfinding or mobility needs uh, or anything else uh, to do with what's going on in the area. Uh, we've helped very local people. We've helped people from all around the world. I've met people from uh, the USA, India, Saudi Arabia and other countries. They, they come from all over because this is a very global but also a very uh, good place for the locals. So you started in, in, in 2015 volunteering. What was your memories then of 2012 as we celebrate 10 years? So I did not really know there was volunteering. I was too young uh, to think about it, I w uh, so I could have only gone. Unfortunately, we didn't get tickets, even though we scrambled to look for some. But I remember being really excited and a massive highlight of my childhood. They were all so happy. It was such an amazing time. Um, and my first volunteering role was here at the London Stadium for London 2017, the World Athletics Championship. So I finally got in then, and I haven't looked back since. It's been great. What would you say to people who maybe came 10 years ago and haven't been back since. How, how different do you think it is? 
It looks very different. We do have visitors that come back and they're like, we haven't been here since 2012 and it's changed so much. But it's for the local area, for the jobs and the economy and just it's regenerated the whole place. So it's definitely worthwhile coming back because you can have a go in the pool. You can go to the copper box. You can go in the velodrome. You can do go to places that you have seen on the TV and wanted to go in you'd see all the amazing stars from 2012 you can go and have a go now so definitely come back to the park it's changed a bit but it's changing for the better <laughs> so as a park champion you've got a, a busy year coming up um yes we have got a busy year coming up i feel like i'm playing a part in the london 2012 legacy when it comes to longevity and sustainability we're not uh, full of white elephants uh and we have uh, so much continual use of uh, the uh, venues like the aquatic center which is right next to us is currently used for diving and swimming lessons as well as uh, local swimming sessions we have events going on in the copper box arena we have uh, cycling going on in the velo park and it's just a lovely place uh, to visit to do sports and to live we have so much new housing coming up now uh, a lot of it which comes from the old athletes village and it's uh, really great to show that to other people and be part of that legacy yeah, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to welcoming back the visitors after COVID as well. It's already been picking up. Um, it's just been a really, really odd two years, the last two years. But yeah, we're ready. We're open and we're ready to welcome everybody to come and celebrate with us because it hopefully should be an amazing summer and then obviously into the next years ahead. Yeah, come back and celebrate. Come and relive those amazing memories. Come and cry when Mo Farah wins because I always do. And um, <laughs> yeah, enjoy yourselves. Come and party with us. And we do have a 2012 trail map with uh, memories uh, of the Olympics and that's uh, all the time. So you can sort of relive those memories whenever you wish. But of course, do come back for our 10-year uh, anniversary celebrations. I'm looking forward to it and so is Kat. And so are the rest of the uh, park champions here. As we heard earlier, Velodrome and Velo Park will be staging four days of world-class sport this summer as part of the Birmingham Commonwealth Games. But it's so much more than a world-class venue. My name is Jim Blakemore, uh, Chief Exec of Bikeworks. Ten years on from London 2012, tell us where we are from the velodrome point of view and from Bikeworks' point of view. So first of all, I can't believe ten years have flown by. Um, I mean, you know, we, we've come on leaps and bounds, you know, and, and, and actually, in many ways, this next five ten years is going to be our next you know uh, accelerated growth so i mean we've been now based our hq is in the velodrome um which um which we moved into four years ago uh, covid has been a, a a bittersweet um you know two years for us in the you know we, we're still here which is great and actually we've grown a bit um we've off the basis of you know some of the disproportionate health inequalities in the communities that we we deliver in We've created new programs, so Cycling for Wellbeing, um, a really cool and innovative side-by-side um, -side cycling taxi service, and, and we've taken on more um, inclusive cycling hubs. So, so you know, we, we've grown, and in many ways, um, you know, while the park is still being completed, we see, you know, we see this as our home now, and um, and actually are looking to take a second venue opposite the velodrome uh, later this year to become our inclusive cycling centre of excellence. So lots going on. London 2012 changed a lot of people's opinions of, of cycling. It was another highly successful medal winning performances from the Olympians and, and Paralympians from Team GB. But I think also COVID has changed cycling as well. What's had more impact, do you think, in some ways? I mean, I've seen cycling, you know, 
have a disproportionate uh, increase since since setting bike works up and that's one of the reasons we set it up is it was there was a lot of investment going into cycling so and i do sort of think that that sort of plateaued slightly there's a huge amount of expensive infrastructure that's gone in in the last 15 years the cycle super highways the quiet ways and, and actually i mean the quiet ways are a point in case in that covid you know right however you feel about them lots of councils you know took that as an opportunity to to put some fairly hardcore um uh new uh restrictions for, for, for vehicular and motor uh, combustion uh, engine vehicles so you know i i do think that people have decided that um you know bikes are an alternative cargo bikes are an alternative so you can move freight around and i mean look you know i drive a vehicle um, and you know, just looking at the pumps now, you know, 180, 190 vehicle, you know, driving a car in London is going to be out of the reach of many, many people. So there has to be alternatives, and you can't just expect people to jump on a bike. Some people have barriers, be them physical, uh, economic, uh, or, 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 or similar. But you know, um, th there needs to be organisations like us and many others who are handholding people on that journey to, you know, a more sustainable and, and green, uh, you know, modal shift. How exciting is it that you're based in the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park? Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's a big, beautiful, open park. Yes, it's filling up with, with houses and, and businesses, but, you know, it's London, it's commercial, but it's still, you know, there's great connectivity. And, you know, for me, moving into the velodrome is about, um, you know, reaching out and bringing people in and, and around that venue who wouldn't necessarily think that they should be or fit around that venue because it you know it is does cost a lot to use it so that's one thing and then the second thing is you know the the sort of the permeation and the infrastructure that is now set up going into Wolfton Forest into Hackney into Tower Hamlets into Newham you know there are so many many people who live in those boroughs who haven't even been in the park so you know if I can every year just chip away you know I'll always work with my niche niche customers niche beneficiaries niche clients but if I can just also work with just people who haven't cycled into the park to show them how easy it is and how much fun and how much you know just mental well-being they can get out of it you know that that's that's a you know a happy side addition i suppose you mentioned there people use the velodrome that's the point we know the commonwealth games are coming here this summer but people use it every day every week yeah i mean absolutely it, it, it's used for many people it, it is going to be out of their reach however i was there on sunday facilitating a a, a, a non-standard cycle tryout and there was a youth track omnium going on you know and it was beautiful to see you know on a sunday parents friends and you know loads of young younger up and coming um you know track cyclists using it, it it's a great venue and and i have to say you know hat off to uh to, to lee valley regional park authority for how they've kept it looking so spick and span in 10 years it's made out of concrete and wood but you know i'm sure that many other venues uh, around Olympic sites across the world and over history have, you know, have very quickly descended. So, you know, hats off to them. It's a great venue. That's Jim Blakemore from Bikeworks. The 2012 Olympic and Paralympic Games not only delivered an amazing haul of medals for Team GB and Paralympics GB, but as we've been hearing in this episode of My London Legacy, it was also the catalyst for major regeneration in East London. So in its 10th year, 2022, it's a special time to pause and party. A time to reflect on what's been, but also a time to look ahead, look forward and discover what's still to come. Come along and really experience the place, get involved in the activities, come and have a look, it's fab. And why not bring the family, try out a picnic, 
visit the aquatic centre, you can go and cycle at the velodrome. So sort out a few things before you get here and really experience the place. Please come, this park is very like cute, the design is very cute. They should definitely come here. It's a really good opportunity to learn how to swim. This is a place not just to visit, although we do hope plenty of people come and visit us this year. This is also a place to study, to work and also to live. The legacy has continued definitely and we are ready to look forward to our next 10 years of, and see what, what, how the park evolves in that time. London can be proud that it probably has the best legacy of any Olympic Games. Mm-hmm.